Welcome to the Daily Influencers Podcast. My name is Erica Marie Daly, former marketer and brand manager turned your influencer marketing coach. On this podcast, we help both influencers and brands maximize their collaborations, grow on social media, make more money, and waste less time. Speaking of which, let's jump right into today's episode. Oh my goodness, my very first episode. You know that feeling when you've been wanting to do something for a really long time and you are finally doing it? That is how I feel right now, so I'm very excited. But I'm not going to talk all about that with you guys. I want to jump right into this training because it is such a great podcast episode. I'm so excited. So I'm going to be telling you guys some brand secrets and telling you 14 reasons why influencers are so valuable to a brand. And this is important for you influencers because when you really understand your value, you can start asking for a lot more money and pitching for more money because you guys truly do deserve it. And if you're a brand and you're listening to this, this is also very valuable information for you because I really want you guys to understand how important influencers are and how important influencer marketing is for your business. And I truly know that this is going to continue to grow exponentially year after year because it is so valuable. And especially if you are a brand and you don't really understand marketing, this is going to be really eye-opening to you. So as somebody who's worked on the brand side and in marketing, this is really common knowledge to me, but I don't see any influencers or influencer marketing coaches talking about this. So I'm about to fill you guys in on 14 brand secrets, and I'm going to tell you guys these in no particular order. So I'm going to go ahead and start off with the very first one, which is a little bit more obvious, and that is that influencers are important to brands because of conversions or sales. Now, obviously, the first thing that comes to mind when you're thinking about why would a brand work with an influencer is, well, obviously, they want to get more sales. And that's something that influencers are great at. So there's obviously going to be direct sales, hopefully, from your posts. So when someone sees you talking about a product, they go then and buy that product. But what I want you guys to know is there's also sales that aren't as easily tracked And they come from a lot of the things that I'm going to talk about from this list of 14 reasons. But back to sales real fast, I want to give you guys some statistics. So Research Now actually found that 84% of consumers make a purchase after reading about a product or service on a blog, and 40% of people say they've purchased an item after seeing it used by an influencer on Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube. So we can obviously say, okay, influencers are super valuable to brands because they drive conversions and they create sales for the company. And obviously, if you're a company, sales is very high priority on your list because without sales, you don't have a business. So this is very, very valuable. Number two on our list is the lifetime value of a customer. Now, a customer's lifetime value is actually the total worth to a business of a customer over the entire period of their relationship. So this is a really important metric as it costs a lot less to keep existing customers than it actually does to acquire new customers for a brand. So when you can increase the value of your existing customers, it's a great way to really drive growth for a brand. And brands really do understand this. So let me explain this for you influencers. Whenever you earn a brand a new customer, The value of that new customer isn't just the value of that one order or sale that they just made. 
because most people are going to buy again and again. Now, not for all business models, obviously, but let me give you guys a good example. I wear makeup and I pretty much stick to the same brand, especially my foundation. So every few months when I run out, I go order again. Now, my makeup company is a big company and they probably know the lifetime value that I bring to them as a customer of that foundation. And so just to give you guys an example, I've bought this makeup for the last three years now, probably every three months, it's $30. So if I purchase this product first from an influencer for $30, they're going to get tracked for that $30 sale, but they're not getting tracked for earning me as a new customer and for the three years of sales that I've brought them and I'm going to continue to be a customer. So I really want you guys to understand that when you bring a new customer to a brand, it is extremely valuable and all future sales won't necessarily always be tracked back to you or your return on investment from that one campaign that you did, but they should because most brands do know the lifetime value of a customer and you can actually ask them for it if you're curious. And you know, if they say, okay, the lifetime value of a customer for us is $2,000. Well, if you earn them one customer, you've just earned them $2,000 worth of future sales on average. So I think it's important for you guys to know that. And you know, it could be fun to just ask a brand if they know it, they'll probably tell you that. And so that's something that you can really use to your advantage when you're negotiating the value and your prices. So understanding that a new customer is even more valuable than just the one sale means a lot to you guys. And so I really want you guys to keep that in mind. Number three is earned media value. Now, this is a term that us marketers use a lot. I don't think a lot of brands necessarily understand this, but the earned media value actually calculates the worth a brand receives from content shared by an influencer. So people will actually use this EMV, which stands for earned media value calculation for calculating press, social, and even some endorsement campaigns. So in many ways, you can consider the EMV to be equivalent advertising value of a post. So I know this is getting a little confusing for you guys, but let me just explain this a little bit further. If a particular Instagram post scores an EMV of $50, This actually suggests that that post provides the same advertising value to the brand as a $50 ad on Instagram would. Meaning, you want to break this down even further. Let's say a brand ran an ad for $50 and got a reach of about 10,000 people. Well, if an influencer can get them a reach of 10,000 people just by putting out a post, then their earned media value is $50 because you're looking at it as a comparison. So I actually explain how to calculate earned media value in depth in my course, Land the Brands. But to give you guys just an average on this podcast, EMV is said to equal approximately $6.50 for every thousand views. So if you go back into your analytics and you can look at your most recent post, you can get an average of reach and views that all of your posts see. Now, if you use that for every 1,000, multiply that by $6.50, you can calculate your EMV. Now, this is super similar to how advertising works on a CPM basis. And if you're a brand or a marketer, that is going to make a lot of sense to you. If it doesn't, don't worry about it. But I just want you guys to think about that your posts are earning a media value equivalent to what somebody would spend on an advertising campaign. 
Now, number four is brand exposure. How do you think a brand becomes a household name? Well, that's by a lot of people talking about it. So brands want exposure because as you'll learn, exposures are very valuable. So as another example, on average, it takes about eight exposures before somebody will actually make a purchase. Meaning someone has to see a brand or an item on average eight times before they pull the trigger to actually buy it. So remember back in number one, sales are really important. If you know that sales are important and it takes eight exposures to get a sale, we can then deduct that every single exposure is really valuable. So let me break this down even further. Even if you only post three times, if a customer has been exposed to the brand before by somebody else, that exposure counts. Meaning on the flip side, even if somebody doesn't buy from you, if you expose them to a brand three times, that's three less times that the brand or somebody else has to expose that person to the brand before they'll make that buying decision. So think about it this way. If a brand has a budget of $80 to acquire a new customer, and we know it takes on average eight exposures before they buy, that would mean that each exposure is technically worth $10. Now that isn't any actual math, but I just, I really like numbers to help me see things a little bit more clearly. So I want you guys to realize that every time you talk about a brand and you bring them exposure, that is very, very valuable to them. How would you like to get one of our courses for free? That's right, for free. All you have to do is subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and then send us an email showing me that you did both of those things, and we will send you our social media audit course for free. So the email you want to send that to is podcast at thedailyinfluencers.com. And as soon as we get that, someone from our team will send you a link and you will have access to that course completely free. Now let's get back to the episode. Number five is third party endorsement value. So I'm just going to breeze over this one, but a third party endorsement from a customer means a lot more to a brand. Kind of like reviews mean so much to a business. Think about it this way. If you see an ad go out and it's by the brand and they're saying, we're the best buy from us, well, you're going to think, well, obviously you say you're the best because you're the person running the ad. But if you see someone else saying, wow, this brand is the best, all of a sudden you're like, wait a second, they aren't the brand has a lot more weight to it. So whenever you can endorse a brand as a third party, that is super valuable to a brand. Number six, like, know, and trust. Now, this is like three words you'll hear all the time in influencer marketing. And one of the main reasons that brands should use influencers is that they already have established the like, know, and trust of their current audience. So it's widely known that consumers are more likely to trust the opinion of their peers than that of a brand. So kind of like I was just saying in the last example, we trust an outside opinion more so than a brand talking about themselves. So many influencers have built up this level of trust with their audience over a number of years, and it's super important to their success that they remain authentic so as to keep that trust. So what I mean by that, for example, as soon as you lose the trust of your audience, it's really hard to gain it back. Let's say I'm an influencer and I promote this brand and their brand is a complete scam or it's super cheap. It's just not good quality. 
if some, somebody from my audience bought that product and then had a bad experience, the likelihood of them taking my opinion and buying something I suggest later on is a lot lower. And influencers understand that. And that's why I preach to my influencers all the time. It is super important to only align with brands that you truly use, love, and have already tried. Because as soon as you lose that um, trust, you lose so much. So what's great about this is influencers build those relationships between their followers and a brand. So it's kind of like this bridge between the brand and their audience and the influencer in the middle is bringing in that like no trust factor. So without this influencer as the middleman, it's a lot harder to start building that relationship with the brand. So think about it this way. When was the last time you felt a sense of connection or even friendship with the brand? I know personally, I have best friends on Instagram that don't even know I exist because they built this like no trust with me over time as I've been their follower. Okay, jumping into number seven, influencers are expert communicators. No doubt about it, quality influencers have got the gift of the gab. If you've seen me on my stories, I could talk all day where those dashes on my stories turn to dots, <laughs> but they know how to communicate a brand's message in a way that their followers will actually engage and connect with. And a big mistake I see from brands is when they try to tell an influencer what they should say or how they should say it, because a brand doesn't have that relationship with their audience like an influencer does. And an influencer has built this audience based on the way that they communicate with their following. So it's important that you always let an influencer speak to their audience in the way that they want to. So as we've discussed before, good engagement, meaning likes, comments, and shares is way more important than the number of followers that somebody has because it shows how many people are actually interacting with the influencer rather than just scrolling past or not seeing their content at all. So one of the reasons that brands actually look at engagement more so than they do at followers is because anyone can build up a following, but if they're just blindly following and they're not engaged with their content, they might not even be seeing it. But if an influencer has super high engagement and people are commenting, number one, that lets you know that that influencer has a relationship with their audience because they want to have these conversations in the comments. But number two, it lets a brand know that all of their following are actually going to see their posts when they post about that brand in the future. So letting an influencer communicate with their audience and when they do it well and have a lot of engagement and a lot of conversations, that is extremely valuable to a brand. Number eight, the content's actual value. So something I want you guys to remember is that before social media was ever a thing, brands had to pay to get images and videos to use in all of their marketing. So think about how much a photo shoot would cost a brand. They would need models. They would need a photographer, maybe even a videographer. They would need editing. They would have to get a set. Maybe they'd have to get even a location, props, all kinds of other things. And that costs a lot of money. So for a brand to pay you for photos is no small thing. Do not let them fool you. They know these images are worth a pretty penny to them to be able to use. And they will try to get them for free because hello, why not? It saves their bottom line. And well, people are willing to do it for free. So they're always going to try to get them for free from you. But I want you guys to remember that the content that influencers create is not owned by the brand. And they do need to ask permission and possibly even agree to terms ahead of the campaign 
before they share their influencer's work, especially if it's going out in some form of marketing. So there's actually an image rights calculator that you can use called Getty Image Rights Calculator. You can just Google it. And if you guys know Getty Images, they're one of the biggest like image companies ever. When you see celebrity photos, they always have that Getty logo. So they really know what they're doing when it comes to how to price the image rights of a photo. And what's awesome for my influencers is that the rate is not determined by your numbers and your following, but rather their numbers or their usage form. So what I mean by example, let's say they're going to use your image and it's going to go out in a campaign that's going in a magazine. Well, the price that you're going to charge is dependent on how many people are actually going to see the magazine. So a magazine will have these numbers and a brand will know because they're getting charged based on how many readers this magazine has. And so there's all kinds of different examples. And when you go into the calculator, you'll actually type in what type of image rights that they're using it for. So maybe it's an ad or on their website or on their packaging and all the prices fluctuate dependent on that. But again, like I said, especially for you smaller influencers, this is important because this number is not determined by your number of followers, but rather by the brand. You guys can get a lot for your images, especially if you are great at taking photos. This is huge for you. Number nine, creative director, anyone? There are literally millions of influencers out there across blogs, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and all forms of social media. And in order to stand out, they have to be creative. So some influencers even create content multiple times a day, every day, And in order to produce that amount of high quality content, they really have to think creatively. This combined with an influencer's experience in working with brands means that they will almost certainly bring a very fresh perspective to a brand's campaign. And you guys, businesses pay tons of money to creative directors and even full on creative teams. So the fact that you're doing this for them for free and using your own creativity is so valuable. And again, this ties back into understanding your audience and understanding what type of creative content they'll actually, you know, engage with and like. So this is huge. Number 10, traffic that they can actually retarget. So first, let me explain what retargeting is. And this is a marketing term. Have you ever been on a website and then all of a sudden you see ads everywhere for that brand? And a lot of people think like, are they tracking me? Are they spying on me? But the reason this happens is because that brand actually has a pixel on their website that tracks all visitors. And that pixel can then be used in advertising to show ads to previous website visitors. And they can even get it down so specific that they'll show you an ad for exactly what you were just looking at. And it's really, really effective. So let me give you guys some stats on retargeting. Retargeting can lift an ad engagement rates up to 400%. Ad is normally 0.07%, while the average click through rate for retargeted ads is about 0.7%. So that's 10 times as much. Now, 60% of US online buyers said they notice ads for products they research on other sites. So people notice this and it really is effective. It's 10 times more effective. So what I'm saying here is whenever you actually send someone to a brand's website and you send them traffic, they are now entered into that brand's pixel. That brand can now send their own ads to these people. In the example that I just said above, 
and the odds of them converting are so much higher. So when you're driving traffic to a brand's website, you're actually sending interested in buying prospects into their pixel, and that is extremely valuable. Now, website visitors are like warm leads. Think about it. The reason somebody clicked over to the website is because they were already curious enough to do that. So they're obviously interested enough to click through to that website to look at it, but maybe they didn't make that purchase decision right then for whatever reason. But now the brand has the ability without you to then send them an ad and they can make a purchase from that ad and you're not going to get tracked for that at all. So I want you guys to remember that when you're sending traffic to a brand's website, they might not make a purchase right then and there, but that brand can now use all of that information to hopefully make them make a purchase in the future. And you're not going to get tracked to that necessarily. So keep that in mind. And brands, if you are not using retarget marketing and retarget advertising, you need to do that. And at the very least, get that pixel installed on your website so it can start tracking all of the website visitors so you can retarget them in the future. Number 11, influencer marketing actually improves SEO. So I'm sure my bloggers are super familiar with this term SEO, but for those of you who are not, let me explain real quick. So SEO actually stands for search engine optimization, which is the process of optimizing your website to get organic or unpaid traffic from search engine results pages. So meaning the better your search engine optimization, the higher you're going to show up in search results. So think about this. Everyone wants their website to be that first place spot on Google. And it isn't easy because there's literally only one first place spot. One thing that actually helps improve SEO is something called backlinking, meaning anytime a relevant website links back to somebody else's website, that counts as a backlink. And the more backlinks you get, the better. So while social media posts don't count into Google's ranking algorithm for SEO, those of you that have a blog, when you link and you link back to a brand's page, that counts as a backlink and that's going to help their SEO. So for those of you that are bloggers and are linking to brands off of social media, that is going to help a brand with their SEO and that's going to help them rank higher in Google. And again, if they rank higher in Google, they're going to get more traffic. They're going to get sales from that. And those sales are not going to get linked to you. But by you linking to that brand in your blog, you are helping them in that other way as well. Number 12, help grow a social following. So there's a lot of ways that influencers can help grow a brand's social media following. I mean, anytime you at tag them, they can potentially gain a new follower. And once they have that new follower, that brand can now put every single social media post in front of that new follower for as long as they're following them. Something I want you guys to keep in mind is that the simple action of tagging a brand can actually yield really impressive results. So a brand we worked with actually saw a 176% increase in their Instagram following over the course of their campaign with all of our influencers and all the tags. So as I said, whenever you bring a brand a new follower, they can now post as many times as they want and that new follower is going to see their posts and they might then go buy based off their posts. So again, you're not necessarily going to get the credit for those sales, but the whole reason that that brand got that sale is because you then got that brand, that new follower. So you helping a brand grow their following is super, super valuable to them as well. Number 13, and we only got one more after this, you guys, is distribution of content. So while most of the time influencers are predominantly creating their own content, they can and do 
distribute other content on their channels. So what I mean by this is we've actually worked on a number of campaigns where we placed a video that the brand created with bloggers and influencers, meaning we had like a commercial video, we sent it to our influencers and we said, hey, can you post this out on your social media? And they posted the video for us. This actively gives our campaign a wider reach as well as access to that influencer's audience without doing a traditional influencer marketing campaign where we have the influencer create their own post or video or content. So that can be super valuable as well. Think about, you know, if you have a big sale coming up, if you can just use your network of influencers to do a quick post about your sale and they're distributing that content out to their audience, that's going to save you a ton of money on marketing dollars otherwise. So this is super valuable to a brand as well. All right, you guys, number 14, our last one is that using influencers, a brand can now reach customers that use ad blockers. So every single day, I'm sure you guys are sick of it by now, we are bombarded with advertisements from pop-ups to posters. And it's probably not surprising that about 11% of the global internet population are now blocking traditional ads on the web. So what that means is 11% of the entire world will never see a brand's ad if they're running ads. But if it's done right, influencer marketing bypasses these ad blockers and delivers quote unquote ads to the influencer's audience in a way that they actually want to see it because it's an organic type of post by an influencer that they're following. So by utilizing influencers, a brand can now tap into 11% of the global internet population that they might not have ever been able to reach before. So while sometimes we want to convince ourselves that we post content all day, every day, it can't really be worth that much to a brand. I want you guys to remember all of these reasons why you are so valuable to a brand. And I want you guys to ask for what you're worth. Now, some of you guys are probably thinking to yourselves, okay, that was really great information, but I know nothing about pitching brands. I've never pitched a brand before. I have no idea where to start. Or maybe you have, and you're just sick of taking gifted promotions and not making any money at this influencer thing. Well, I want to teach you guys how you can make money as an influencer at any size. And I truly mean at any size. So what I want you to do is check out my free one hour masterclass by going to www.thedailycourses.com slash masterclass. I'll also make sure to put that link in the show notes and you can access any of our show notes by going to thedailyinfluencers.com slash podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you could take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this podcast with your friends. All right, you guys, I'll see you on the next episode.